Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey everyone, I'm back and proud to announce a new sponsor of the podcast, Young Living Essential Oils. These oils are great and have a wide range of use. For those who listen to my basketball podcast, Strictly Hoop Talk, they have oils that help relax, relieve, and heal your muscles. And for those of you that listen to my hip-hop podcast, Strictly Hip Hop, and love music like me, or if you're a college student like me dealing with a lot of stress, they have essential oils that help your mood and emotions. There is scientific proof that these essential oils are a healthier alternative than the prescribed medications, and the proof is in their seed to seal promise that every oil is natural from their farms and fully tested before it is shipped. If you still need more proof, I've tried these oils myself and noticed a great difference and my friends have too. You guys know Nick Keel from my Strictly Hip Hop podcast, right? He uses these oils all the time for everything from writing music to relaxing to focusing, and he swears by it. Again, he uses these oils every single day. I'm not joking. To get more information and purchase these oils, contact Teresa. Her email will be in the description. And if you want to purchase an Everyday Starter Kit, check the description of the podcast for the link. And remember, the information is not intended to treat or prevent disease or is a substitute for medical treatment or advice. Young Living is not sharing here as medical doctors, but they are here to teach you about health and support for your systems and to keep your body fit and well. What's up, everybody? I am back. This is Chris Platty here with my boy Akil, and this is the first time he comes on the Strictly Hip Hop Podcast. Y'all know him from the Strictly Hoop Talk Podcast if you listen to that. Akil, what's up, my man? What's up, man? Haven't done one of these before, so interested on how this is going to go for sure. Interested, interested, uh, interested to say the least. So we are here to review Logic's Bobby Tarantino 2, which... um, which I had a lot of requests to review, actually, uh, which is interesting considering how I felt about Bobby Tarantino. And um, I've, I reviewed everybody. Um, I didn't review uh, Incredible True Story. That, that came out like before a couple months before I started doing album reviews. So, um, so this is my second uh, Logic review. Uh, go check out the Will Gill Everybody one if you missed that. That one was a dope one. But uh, yeah, so we're here um, to give you some background info on Logic. Um, again, this is a follow-up to his uh, 2016 mixtape, Bobby Tarantino, and his studio album that was released last May, almost a year ago now, called Everybody. And um, <coughs> things have changed for Logic. Uh, 
he now has a $30 million deal with Def Jam that he just signed recently. Um, and what this album coming up, not this album, but the next one, because it's technically a mixtape. So the next project he's coming with supposedly was supposed to be his last album. But I imagine since he signed that new deal with Def Jam, they're not paying him $30 million to just sit around and chill. So I think he's definitely going to be... I, did, I think he's definitely going to continue to make music. Um, so that's that. Uh, Logic, I am a fan of Logic. Um, like I said, I really liked uh, Under Pressure as well as Incredible True Story. But these last two projects, uh, Bobby Tarantino 1 as well as Everybody, have been lackluster in my eyes. Uh, so for me, I'm coming into this one a little bit skeptical. Um, and this album sold very well, landing Logic uh, a number one. On the, on the charts, but has received very lukewarm, to say the least, reception from critics. Um, so, Akil, let's, uh, before we jump into the tracks, um, why don't you go ahead and, what was your initial expectation coming into this project? Like, where are you with Logic? Because I think my listeners know where I'm at with Logic, so where are you before the Yeah, so, mixtape? I don't really do this with Chris as much, but uh, I'm on the same boat that Chris is. I feel the same way. I was just lackluster the past two uh, albums that he dropped. Um, I haven't really been that much of a fan of him for sure. And I was expecting for him to kind of step it up a little bit on this one and give me some more stuff that I would like. But yeah, it didn't really happen, to be honest, in my eyes. Well, no sense in holding back, huh? All right, let's get into it. So um, I'll take the floor. Uh... And I'll pick one of the tracks that I want to highlight from here. And I'll go with uh, Midnight, because I think this sets the tone for a lot of the projects. So Midnight, um, you know, it's very clear he's biting, like, the Travis sound right away with the falsetto tone and the flow. It just, it it, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound terrible. I, w- I would say it definitely doesn't sound good. Um, but when he goes to, like, that super high voice, uh, kind of, like, intimidating, like, a Kendrick Lamar big shot type. It, it, it just kind of falls flat to me. It lacks charisma, um, and it just doesn't really it just doesn't really hold hold my hold my attention. But then his fast flow, because um, the second part of the song he kind of switches up and does a fast flow. Um, it's just so boring and repetitive. It doesn't lyrically hold my attention, and that's kind of something that he does throughout this project. So for you, how are you feeling about the track Midnight? Midnight, I feel the same way. Um, you can definitely hear the Travis Scott influence. Yeah. You can hear the him wanting to do the uh, trap thing mm-hmm. in the track, and I don't think that's his thing, but I think it's more of him reaching for radio play on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't really got much else to say on the record other than, other than I'm not a fan of it. Um, and it just, to me, it just doesn't really just, it doesn't really hold my hold my attention overall, so... I'll toss it to you. Um, I know one of these next tracks you want to jump into, I know we'll have a lot of discussion about, so uh, go ahead and jump into one of your tracks you want to talk about. Yeah, uh, the one that I want to do is the one that he did with Wes in the Kabadu. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought I definitely think that was my favorite track on that one. Um, Wes's verse on that one was pretty good, in my opinion. I don't know how yeah. you feel about it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked Wes's verse. He, he I mean... It was so in his pocket that yeah. it, that it just it worked. Um, I it, it was something that kind of surprised me from Logic, um, you know, not really implying as far as like the smoky weed and all that, like not necessarily that, but 
I can't remember a Logic song that was like that. That kind of had that that vibe to it. So yeah. um, it was it was a nice instrumental. You can definitely cruise to it. Um, I agree. It's also my favorite. Uh, yeah. If you want to jump in and say something, yeah, I can definitely tell a lot of the tracks on this album are a lot of him trying to reach mm-hmm. for radio play. It's a lot more of him branching out and doing things. And yeah, they're a and lot more modern, modern, and him just trying to fit in yeah. more than try to do his own thing and stand out. Right, and and that's kind of the thing too. To to kind of be fair to set this up, um, he said that about Bobby Tarantino one, and he said it about Bobby Tarantino two. That this is just him kind of um, trying the sounds that he likes in rap today. Yeah, so and you can tell that's clearly right. like evident through most so, of this project. So, like sure. my friend Connor Ennis of Kickback Hip Hop said, um, you guys know him. He's a longtime member of the podcast. He um, he he kind of he kind of got on me about it because you know I, I I say like look this is clearly biting and he's like he's like well he's he's open about it he's he's just kind of it's a mixtape he's just kind of trying it so I feel him on that but to me the thing is at the end of the day it doesn't matter I it does matter when when you're copying like everybody you know everybody has their their feelings on like copying biting mimicking whatever you want to call it um, styles flows cadences all that. But it to me, it's one thing when you do it well. It's another thing when you don't do it well. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about Logic a lot in this project. But to get that's kind of a side note to get back to Indica, Indica Baidu. I, I really loved. Um, again, I really loved the instrumental a lot. It was the only instrumental that I thoroughly enjoy on this project. Um, the only song, in my opinion, that I really have no complaints about. And uh, I even I don't know, the one thing. My first listen, I wasn't really sure I liked, but then the second listen, uh, and and then the more times I listened to it after that, I just really liked it. Was um, did you like his his singing during the hook or that kind of like very high pitch singing? Um, I, I was I wasn't mad at it. Like yeah. that's the best comedy. <laughs> yeah, I um I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was one of the one of the very few different things Logic's done on this project that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, Again, like we said, this whole project is him just, you know, trying different things. Yeah. And that, to me, is one of the ones that worked. So, um... Okay, fair. Indica Baidu um, was was a cool song, and I like how he closed it, you know, with the saying, like, how's Wiz not gonna give me the the iconic laugh? Um, That was was a cool thing, because Wiz's laugh is iconic, so... At the end of every track. Yeah. So I'm with them. I'm with them on that. But yeah, it's a it's a dope track. Um, I have a playlist of my favorite Logic songs for the record, uh, and um, it's on Apple Music. So if you follow me uh, at Real Chris Platty, you can Good check out plug. all my. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, I don't know how much I've talked about it on my hip hop podcast. Plug. But yeah, check it out. Uh, follow me. Interact with me on there, and I will definitely, if you send me a, a tweet, Facebook, whatever platform you use, I have or follow a me. Go ahead. If some of your suggest, some of your listeners want to say, "Hey, give me a playlist of this type of music," would you be willing to make one of them for them? That's exactly where I was going. I will one hundred percent. I have done it for quite a few um, listeners of the pod as well as friends of the podcast. So if you actually go on my on my profile, you'll see that I have a bunch of um, playlists that say Nick's playlist, Cassie's playlist, etc. And um, you know, it's just songs that I. That I sh- uh, that I that I show them that they may not know about, and I just um, and and I always tweak and evolve the playlist. So I, I constantly hit them up for feedback, 
And so the goal is to the end goal is to create a, a playlist that is just all songs that that person thoroughly enjoys specifically. Yeah. So um, by the so way, we'll that. that wasn't even me like trying to plug him in there. That was a genuine question because I didn't even know he did that. Yeah. So it, yeah, and it's dope. I love doing it. I love um, I love playlist making. And so for those of you that don't want necessarily your own individual playlist, I do have like I think forty over forty like natural playlists. Um, Anything from like Logic, uh, my favorite Logic songs. So like, I have I have like twenty artists like um, Dave East, uh, Kendrick, Jay Z, uh, Eminem, um, Biggie, Pac, of course, of course Pac. Um, so like, I have all these like playlists of my favorites, and then I have other ones like um, like duo tracks. Um, you know, that kind of like Bad Meets Evil, Watch the Throne type shit. Um, all sorts of things for the whip, all sorts of playlists. So go ahead and check that out at Real Chris Platty. Sorry to do that long, like two minute plug in the middle of the podcast, but it did come up organically, so I wanted to put it out there. And I don't know how much I've talked about it. So, anyways, where were we at? Anyways, second favorite track for me and you probably was a uh, Yuck. Okay, perfect, perfect transition to Yuck. Um, all right, to Joiner. Shouts to Joiner. Okay, so if you don't mind, I know this is your track, but can I take the lead on oh, this one? Oh, I was going to give you the wheel anyways, my friend. Drive. Get me there. <laughs> All right, so um, <clears throat> this was definitely one of the tracks I want to talk about, and I think this has the most talking point of any song on the project. That's for sure. Uh, Logic took shots at Joiner, which, you know, he I guess today or yesterday, I'm recording this on a Wednesday, March 28th, I think within, within the last couple of days, he uh, came out and said that he's not taking shots at Joyner, even though it's very clear. Um, this, the shots, I actually thought, in my opinion, the shots at Joyner were pretty solid. Let me um, pull up the lyrics here. And the one thing, though, that was really cool, as far as my eyes, um, and I'm a big Joyner fan, um, one of the things that I found very interesting was his uh, voicemail skit at the end from Elton John. Now, um... Joyner has made it clear that he wants to like work with Elton John and everything, and so um, Logic kind of did that as a flex. And also, uh, Akil, did you listen to Joyner's album, the five oh seven, the phone number album? Yeah, a little bit of it. Okay, so you know how he had those voicemails on every track, yeah. right? So yeah, so so I thought that that voicemail was also not only the Elton John flex, but it was also the voicemail was kind of like a play on Joyner's whole album. Yeah. So I thought that was like clever. Um, but yeah, so he had uh. So he had some shots to say, um, you know, cats beef with logic. They play, they pray, and I respond. If I ever did, I dead you in this game with no respond. Peace, love, and positivity. That's all I want with you. But you push an issue because I give you more press than your publicist could ever get you. Um, and then he goes on to say, um, uh, the feeling of self hatred that you want, uh, that you want to project on me. But I never picked up the. I bet if I never picked up the mic, we might be homies. Yo, that was the realest line because that's exactly how I feel about Logic. I love Logic as a person. I feel that's how I, we both talked about this earlier, but yeah. yeah. I feel like we both like Logic as like a human being, as a guy and everything that he does for the community, especially yeah. for just like the stuff that we've talked about before on the Strictly Hoop pod. Yeah, uh, mental shameless health. Talk, shameless yeah. plug for that one. Yeah. Just the mental health stuff and the amount of stuff he wants to bring up towards that. Which is very serious issues, for sure. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Logic. Like, I, I do really, I, I want to like him. Um, and I did like, like I said, his first two projects, but I just haven't been a fan of these last three, in my opinion, including this one. And, um, you know, that kind of, 
it so so I feel that line so much because I feel like I feel like if I met Logic, I feel like after walking away from the conversation with him, I would feel bad about how I reviewed Bobby podcast. Tarantino too yeah, and, like and everybody. Like yeah, even though that. even though I I totally believe what I'm saying, I'm not just saying it to be you know whatever. <coughs> yeah, sometimes I feel bad slandering people, but it's hey, it's. Hey, you gotta stay true. It's media, it's criticism. I'd be fake if I showed everybody love. And exactly, I, and exactly. I'm not about that. And so, um, so, so uh, to go to something. So I tried to pull up Joiner's tw- uh, Twitter, but I guess he deleted these tweets. But you know, the internet's beautiful in that it screenshots oh, everything. Screenshots are amazing. Screenshots are the greatest invention since electricity. <laughs> uh-huh. At me. Um, music Twitter, basketball Twitter, keep doing you with those screenshots. We need them all. Yes. Keep it up. Kill it. Um, so he says, um, after Logic drops, yuck. He, Joyner says, say my, uh, say some names next time, scary ass. Then Joe Budden comment, quotes the tweet and says, he's talking to you though, dot, 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 with the eye emojis. And so, um, and then, and then Joyner went back on to say something. Um, I forget what it, uh. I, I forget what... Oh, it's... Save the man who, who swears to God, God and wasn't, wasn't talk- talking to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a funny thing about, you know... Yeah, Button's funny, man. I know he gets a lot of slack, but... Yeah. But, um, yeah, so so Joyner... And then Joyner also took it one step further when Logic... Um, when they announced that Logic and his wife were separating, he followed her on Instagram, and then he tweeted something about... Oh, man, I want to get it right, but I think it's like... Damn, Bobby Valentino and his girl actually split or something with the laughing emoji. So, yeah, and Joyner's definitely one-sided and instigated this. He's and, trolling. Yeah, and he's uh, he's went on platforms like Everyday Struggle and talked about his distaste for Logic and why that beef is there. So, I guess to give a quick background for those of you that haven't heard, um, Joyner's album was a phone number, 507-422, I don't remember. But um, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But um, what happened is, of course, Logic released a song, you know, the Suicide Hotline song that got nominated for a Grammy. It blew up. It was a massive success. But what Joyner says is that he showed Logic's manager that song in that album. And they were, and I guess the manager and Logic were like totally impressed and in love with it and like really loved the concept. And then. Logic, who was further along in album mode, I guess, um, put out his album first, and it had that song on there, and that song blew up. And so Joyner was kind of salty that he, like, ripped it from, that he feels that he ripped it. And also, there's the so whole Sriracha did, thing. So he, so Joyner wrote? No, was, Joyner didn't write it. He but just, the phone number idea, yeah, he stole what, that? Was the, yeah, he's saying that Logic stole that concept. And because of... Oh, Joyner's whole album is really about his mental state and everything, so um, so he feels like Logic took a lot of inspiration from that, <coughs> and um, so he and also there was the the whole Sriracha thing. Did you hear about the Sriracha song with Tech Nine? Yeah, so yeah. it was a whole lot of you're stealing a lot of my ideas and you gave me zero credit, so this is why yeah. I'm salty. Yeah, and then the Sriracha thing though to be to uh, was a different situation where. Um, Joiner Tech comes. It's a Tech Nine song. Tech Nine raps fast. We all know that. Uh, those of you who know Tech Nine, Joiner rapped fast, and then Logic came in with it with like a very slow flow, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm supposed to rap fast," and like kind of almost like made fun of it. And Tech said that he was upset about it, and Joiner 
Joyner got upset about it too because he thought Logic was going to come on and spit, and he just thought it was weak that Logic did that and disrespectful to Tech. Um, so, personally, I, I I think that that's just fuel to the fire. Even though that happened first, I think what lot I think really what pisses Joyner off is the whole phone number thing. Yeah. So um, that's anyways that's where the that's where the beef came from. But uh, you know what? I hope. I hope it happens because despite what I say about Logic um, and despite like being a, a fan of Joyner Lucas as well, um, being fans of both of these artists, uh, quite frankly, these are two very talented MCs who can rap very well when they choose to. So I would, I am all for a beef between these two. Exactly. How um, that? You think, so Joyner's been very public about it, but he hasn't really addressed it on record other than masked on he said some shit about logic. I, I think I can pull it up. But um, but are you here for the Joiner logic beef? Yeah, I retweeted you when you said you wanted the beef. Oh, I didn't even know that. So uh, yeah, if they start it up, I'm here for a good fight. I'll get my popcorn down, sit down, and just yeah, you know, just enjoy the show. Okay, so um, so Joiner says 44 shots traumatized in front of 45. Hit him 44 more. Carbon copies. You say that, uh, uh, say you kamikazes. That's for everybody. Of course, uh, referencing Logic's album, everybody. Um, so <coughs> I just think, um, and then he refer- He goes on to reference Sriracha, and then he says, um, and then he says about comparing, uh, he about comparing uh, Logic and Joiner. He says, yeah, that's Amanda to Aranda. That's a Benz to a Honda. So, um, yeah. Joyner came with the shots. Um, do you think Joyner's got clear distaste, and we won't spend too much more time on this just to wrap this up? Do you think, do you think, what do you think is the next step in this beef? Do you think it's going to just flail out because Logic's refusing to respond, or do you think Joyner's going to actually I, I save Logic gonna, and record? And I think get it's going to, I think it's going to flail out. I mean, yeah, flail out. Yeah. Um, but I do think before it flails out, I think Lucas will come with a whole diss track, and then I think that's when it'll flail out. Because I don't think Logic's the type of dude to come yeah. on a diss track right back at with him. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make a diss track, then he's gonna do something corny like, yeah. "Oh, I promote positivity and love and all that stuff." Yeah, well, he already just... said that in his statement about oh, um, about it not being a diss to Joiner. Oh. He said he said that he would never make a diss record. Oh, he already did say that. Yeah, I didn't even know that. So, yeah, so, so that's my answer. And he said, and he said, because I'm all about peace, love, and positivity. Of so you, like you hit it on the head. Cornest dude of all time, that man is. All right, man. Um, okay, so let's jump into um, my my other track that I wanted to talk about, and that is "State of Emergency." Um, Two chains. It features two chains. Two chains was solid. Two chains versus pretty good on that one for sure. Yeah. I do think though it was one of the weaker two chains verse I've heard in the last probably two years ish. What's your favorite two chains verse in the favorite in the last? I love no problem. I was just about to say his no problem verse was fire. Um, his Corseptic remix yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones on the spot? I mean, I loved a lot of his verse on his album, but if we're talking just features, um, I I think it was, I think the only one that I remember feeling kind of disappointed on the only two chains feature i remember being disappointed about was the um the dj khaled one on on major key uh what was it um what was that called the one on major key was uh 
I didn't really listen to oh, that. Oh man, one, I'm so. trying to I'm trying to remember. Um, it's a one, it's a track with Yo Gotti. I'm drawing a blank here, but um, you guys can definitely look it up and check it out. Um, but that was like the one that I oh work for it. Okay. I think yeah. I think it was work for it. It was either work for it or fuck up the club. Ah damn, I'm confused. Anyways, but yeah, so Two Chains is really dope. I think to me he's become one of the best features in the game right now. Uh, just snapping on every feature that he gets on. So this one was one that was solid. I liked it. It was a little bit new. He put a little twist on it. He didn't come with the traditional two chains flow. Yeah. And um, but it was in my mind a little bit. It, it did kind of feel a little bit mailed in. But um, Logic pissed me off because then Logic comes in, and you know he starts rapping and whatever. And then uh, it's it's okay. It it just all seems so filler to me. And then when he speeds it up which I'll get more to the speed up in my overall thoughts, but uh, he, he talks about, he, he literally says, quote, from rapping, I'm snapping, I'm snapping, they wonder what happened. I'm like, okay, you're rapping fast, that's cool, but like, what the fuck are these lyrics? Like, that shit is just, that shit is so weak to me. So I, I, I was just so annoyed with him when, when that came up. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. Uh, Teddy Boy had a good verse. I don't know, I just called him Teddy Boy. <laughs> Two chance. I mean, he was called Teddy Boy yes. back in the shout out. Shout out to uh, Duffel Bag Boy. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, Two chance had a great verse. Um, I was confused as to what he was doing on that. Like, I wanted to know, like, what his thought process was. <laughs> just, like, have, no, like, besides the tracks that we highlighted that we mentioned that we liked, a lot of the other stuff is, like, a big like what the fuck are you doing right now like right. i don't know and what's we'll, going kinda, on yeah we'll kind of dive into that in overall thoughts but um yeah i just i feel like i feel like logic was very um just underwhelming on this and then he had that one line which was like which is like this is that j uh this is that jay's jay in his prime or this is that reasonable doubt jay in his prime and I was like, I was like, dude, boy, if you ain't never gonna be Hov in your life. If you don't knock it the fuck me. off, Hov, miss me, yo. You cannot, you cannot rap. You cannot say I'm rapping, I'm snapping, I'm snapping. They wonder what happened, and then compare yourself to Hov. Miss me. Yep, miss me. I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, also. There is some hot takes out there that believe that Reasonable Doubt is not Jay-Z's prime. It's up there. It's part of his prime. But is it his prime? No. I feel like we could go through, like... That's a whole nother podcast. But... Uh, Jay-Z, worst to best pod. Yes. I want to be Ranking that. discographies, maybe. Yeah, Kingdom Come will be last, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah. 100% spoiler alert. Okay. Um, anyways. Anyways, yeah. So um, that's really all I had to say about State of Emergency. So let's kind of transition to overall thoughts. Um, I'll go first. I gave it a 4.5 out of 10. Um, to me, Logic, again, on that copying shit, and it just sounds awful. The lyrics are lacking, too, so it's not like he just... It's not like it's not like he's actually still rapping to Logic. He's not even rapping to Logic standards because Logic is a good rapper when he wants to rap. So, um, so to me, like his lyrics just are packed in. It sounds like he's mailing it in. I know he's better than this. The instrumentals are just plain and not good. They're just they're simple generic trap beats. They don't have any flavor to them, any spice. They're just kind of 
They're just kind of heavy bases. Are you going to steal everything I'm going to say? or? Um, let me see. Let me get all my points in. So, um, Logic, I, I put in all caps, Logic doesn't even sound good on these beats, and that is 100% how I feel. Um, and to further that, his ear for beats, like on this project, is just bad. I mean, he picked... He didn't pick any good beats, in my opinion, outside of uh, <coughs> outside of Yuck was okay. Uh, Yuck had a had a nice little bounce to it, and some and and the distortion worked for me a little bit. Um, but uh, oh, and Indica Baidu, I liked that beat. Um, but outside of that, um, you can miss me on the rest of these All beats. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I you went four point five, and I just feel bad giving him a four point five. So he got a lot of sympathy out here, so I'll give him a five. <laughs> um, basically, I'm honestly going to just reiterate everything that you just said, because that's exactly how I feel about it. Um, some really bad bars coming from Logic, because I know it could be a lot better, so that was very underwhelming. And to me, like all of his beats sounded like he hit up Metro, and he was like, hey, give me your worst beats that you have that you didn't use on any songs these past four years. And he just grabbed all of them. Yeah. Like, that's literally all it feels like to me. Or he like, hit producers that just said, give me one that knocks, like, that knocks, like, Metro Boomin, but doesn't have or, the or sauce to it. Or he literally just, like, hit up the knockoff Metro. Whoever yeah. that is in Atlanta, like, he hit up that dude. It was like, I'm not going to the Costco. I'm going to, like, Walmart. And, like, let me get that guy who does these shitty-ass beats that are, like, a fake impersonation of, like, Metro. Like, right? Like, this is... Right. Like, no, like, I'm not even, like, trying to flame or, like, be, like, an asshole, but, like, that's just genuinely how I feel. No, 100%. No, these like, beats are, these beats are, like, to, to maybe casual hip-hop listeners, they can be passable <coughs> because they're just so, they're just so typical. Yeah, they're but, just, like... But they don't have any flavor to them. They don't yeah, have anything. Yeah, so they're a flat. lot of this, a lot of this track is, like, to me, it's just a lot of wannabe Travis Scott slash anything in the world right now with trap rap like oh yeah it's just like a lot of wannabe of that it's just yeah and i even felt the verses were mailed in from the features like i i think wiz's verse was cool i still think i've heard a lot better from wiz and then and then big sean was okay i don't even know if i want to say okay and i'm well, a big sean and i love like, big sean but big sean's kind of been like okay this whole past year though like that's a whole nother thing stop i decided I liked I Decided. I really did. But the uh, Double or Nothing, I'm... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So missing. since Double or Nothing. So yeah, then... that's what I mean. Just like from his last project up, he's been like... Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, we we're going to start a whole... We we're going to start a whole nother conversation on this podcast. But Oh, um, no, trust me. Listen, I bang to no more interviews on a daily basis. That shit's hard. Uh, two Chains. Yeah, two Chains, again, verse. like we said, we, we kind of talked about decent, not the greatest. Um, and this tape, like to me... I don't know if you felt this way, but did you feel like, I mean, honestly, by the f- by the first listen, by track six, seven, or eight, I knew what was coming the rest of the way because he had the same flow. Like, if you notice, he, he'd go from a melody to rap slow to rap fast, fast to back, back to, to a melody. Yeah. No, yeah. Every was, four to eight bars, no, he it was, it. It was, it was. It was formulaic. It was, no. So, like, it was very much like, so this is what, this is what we're both talking about, right? It's very much like you find, like, the Krabby Patty formula, and it's just like, if I copy, like, this, 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 yeah, in the same order, and do it multiple times, yeah, it's like, boom, you got a hit, like, right? right? It's just a lot of that, it's like... But these things don't, these it, don't equate to hits. Yeah, exactly. 
So it's like he, he it's like you copied the Krabby Patty formula but you didn't get the ingredients. Yeah, it's like you messed it you up. You didn't somehow. have the right you didn't have the right ingredients. Exactly. You got you got you got stale you got stale meat with the with the beets. You got <laughs> You got stale meat, you got bad cheese, like you got the moldy, moldy like, buns. Moldy buns, the ketchup is like eight years old and yeah. it's like you didn't get the secret sauce on it either. And the like like he says on another song, he says like I'm killing the competition, I'm the best, blah 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 and like his 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 thing is like his lyrics are just as repetitive and formulaic as the beats. Like, oh, and this is another, how many times does he this say? This is another thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm gonna jump. It's like I feel kind of bad because his wife and him split. I really do. On oh that yeah, boat. but like I do because he he mentioned her so many times. In and this it's project. like this is my thing. It's like he either raps about how he's mixed or how he's black and white. Yeah, mixed about his wife. Yeah. Or what else? It's just basically three things. Well, what in in this project it was like it was like he had like four things he I, I think like four things he constantly talked about. About how he's the best. About about not even not even that but yeah, you could count that. Um like I'm the best and then he talked about his wife a lot. Yeah. Then he talked about um he didn't really talk about mix, I don't think. Yeah. I think he only mentioned it once or twice. Oh, which is actually kind of yeah. Not a lot. Yeah compared and to then, the black um, Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then he talked about uh, the Grammy nomination like a billion times. Yeah. And then he talked about um, he talked about his Def Jam deal deal. He, oh, he talked 30, about that. He talked four, about getting thirty mil like twenty five times. Yeah. Man. Exactly. He talked about that deal, and then um, and then he even had like the Paul Rosenberg come in and say Logic's paid as fuck or whatever. And I was like, I was like, dude, okay, like. You just logic. You so mailed it in on this, bro. You can't deny it. So four point five out of ten, and I honestly feel like I'm being generous here. Like, um, this I is really want to give one of the four, worst projects like I've a 3. reviewed. Three point five out of four, honestly. I do. I do too. All right, I, yep, fuck I, it. I'm I moving. Three point five out of ten. <laughs> All right, there you go. Three point five out of ten. I'm sticking with the four point five. Um, it just that's it's, modest. It, yeah, that's because he kind of liked the guy as a human being. Yeah. I just I don't I don't know man like I don't know I don't know if I even want another Logic album right now. If like, this is what I keep getting from him, he doesn't need to make music for a while. But I don't right. But I don't think we will because Bobby Tarantino is so different from everybody. Like Bobby Tarantino, to me, everybody, even though I don't like it, I gave it like a five or six out of ten. The one with Black Spider Man and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I gave that like a five or six out of ten, and I still think that's planets better than Bobby Tarantino one. Yeah, the production on Black Spider-Man, by the way, was yeah really good. Anyways, but yes, the production overall on that album was yeah. was amazing. But um, but yeah, so so I I don't think that this if you're a fan of Logic and you listen to this and you felt kind of the way we felt, um, I would say still check out his next album because because again, Bobby Tarantino was so different from everybody, um, and everybody was a much bigger improvement which was just to me in my opinion again an okay project so i would definitely recommend you not to get discouraged because he is trying new things or, but or, or, I, I i mean i honestly i'm being optimistic or, here or what whatever is popular three years down the road he just copies all of that <laughs> he just basically makes a shitty album with that right like right that's another thing that could be very well be a possibility yeah. But the thing for me is, it's like, Logic is a good rapper. Like, nobody's not saying he is. Yeah. But it's like, very much like, do what you're good at, mm-hmm. and do like do it to the best of your ability, and then we'll be fine. Like, Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, Logic's still 
I think has the ability to make um, to make a good project. I mean, again, getting a thirty million dollar deal that he's shows not you be sitting around chilling. Right. One, yeah, he's not gonna be sitting around chilling. Two, he's also if you think about it, he now probably has well, not probably he does have way more access, way more um, way more push from the label than he did when Under Pressure came out. So he has the ability to make great albums. Like he is Logic is one of their head guys at Def Jam right now. Like that's one of the people they're pushing the most well, because he is selling uh, very well. Um, well, Def Jam. Let me think. Dave East is on Def Jam. Okay. Who who they're pushing well? Who who they're grooming? Um, just jump him in front of Logic, man. What? Just put him right in front of Logic. Yeah. Well, we'll see. There, there's been a lot of push for Davies, so we'll see how that uh, turns out. I'm very interested in that. But anyways, not to get too far off topic. Yeah, um, I know um, we kind of bounced around on this podcast, but... Yeah. I mean, I think we both feel the same way. All yeah. in all, it's just very lackluster. Um, logic not really being himself. Because and, honestly, I'm not returning to any song on this tape except Indica for Indica, Indica Baidu. And maybe maybe yuck but i don't even i don't know well honestly like the thing for me it's like i can tell whether i like an album or not it's just like through replayability yeah so it's like i could click through it and like i wouldn't mind hating myself listening to it yeah like i remember earlier last week you're just like we got to keep doing this pod and i was like yo like i don't even want to listen to this album again on a second lesson right like off first lesson it was like I don't want to do this again. And then through the yeah. second listen, I was like, yup, I still hate this. <laughs> and then just like, you ready to pot today? And I was like, yeah, let me give it a third lesson. Like, hated it even more. Like, yeah, it like, just. I hated literally every second of that album. Like, I kind of got through into Kabadu because it's good. Like, that's probably yeah. my favorite track out of there. But then, yeah, besides that. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> you have it. Our logic review. Um, Akil, thanks for coming on the Hip Hop Podcast, man. Thanks, uh, man. We got to get you on one that you're maybe a little bit more optimistic about. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we ever make up our own Kendrick Backett. Oh, yeah. Keep that. Yeah, that is that is definitely in the works. Um, I can't confirm that that is coming as well as a Kanye bracket. Um, I wanted to keep that secret, but fuck it. Since you brought it up, I'll put it out there. I am working on podcasts for Kendrick and Kanye brackets that were released on the internet. Um, I wanted to get them done earlier in the college hoop season, but you know, with school schedules and everything, it's very hard to lock down times for podcasting. So yeah, by the way, whoever made the Kendrick bracket, if you're out here listening to it, making sing about me in an eight seed, fuck you. <laughs> Damn. That's a personal word though. You. Word though. Yeah, I feel sing, it. Sing about me is a piece of beauty. And if you make that yeah. an eight seed, but, above DNA in the same all right, man. All right, Anyways, we're getting off top. All right, we need to wrap this up. So, all right, good talk. Thank guys. you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find all my content on my Twitter. That's at RealChrisPlatte, C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. If you don't know how to spell real, don't follow. Just kidding. It's just the catchphrase that I'm using for now until I can come up with a creative and better one. Um, yeah, you'll find a link to my iTunes. You'll find a link to my Podbean. So subscribe, listen to whatever platform uh, you listen to it on. And, uh, of course, as always, share share the podcast, tweet it, promote it, all that stuff. And, uh, again, the Apple Music thing. Follow me on Apple Music, at Real Chris Platty, uh, the, same, so, the same handle. You will find, uh, or just search Chris Platty, P-L-A-T-T-E, uh, is how you spell the last name. And so, um, 
and if you search it under people and apple music you'll be able to find me and uh just give me a shout out on twitter snapchat instagram whatever platform facebook you follow me um and i will definitely um make you a playlist if you would like so thank you everyone for supporting me uh and we'll be back later with some more podcasts thanks Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.